What's good, everybody, and welcome to my little album review reaction for Benny the Butcher's Burden of Proof. This is the Reinvented Headspace Podcast. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. Allow me to take a couple seconds here just to introduce how things are going to be different moving forward for you OG fans and explain how this video is getting made for all y'all that are a little bit new to this channel. So I'm, uh, I have not at this point heard the Benny the Butcher Burden of Proof project. It is something that is sitting over there on the Spotify waiting for me to hit play on. Uh, we like to go through the albums track by track up on this channel and give thoughts and opinions on every song. And on our classic quest, we do these mad deep dives and really tear through it. And the videos took too long to make. So in this effort to spend a little less time with it, give more of a reaction, listen to more music that's coming out new. Because these things, let's be real, y'all's only listening to these new reviews for like a couple weeks. So putting 8 to 10 hours into something, rushing it out, feeling stressed, not very fun. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to you know, do the little intro bit with y'all. And then I'm going to listen to a song, come back, talk, listen to a song. And it's going to be like one listen, reaction, what I thought, but not in a way where you hear me playing the song because it's it's copyright law, yo. Whatever other people do is their business up on this channel. It's the discussion that matters. So I'm, you can tell me I talk too much and to play more of this song and all the other comments that will come, but that's not what this is. I'm going to go listen. And then I'm going to come back and react. Uh, one listen through each track lets you know what I think of it all. So don't necessarily take my opinion like it's the burden of all proof. Nah, really, it's more me giving you the thoughts based on what I feel. Uh, I like to go into all reviews contextualizing how familiar I am with each artist. In this case, Benny the Butcher is my favorite member of Griselda, and Griselda is one of my favorite movements of the current era. If you check the Behind That Suit Twitter, you'll see that we back uh, Griselda and Rhymesayers. Those are my two favorite uh, labels, you could call them, that are producing sounds that I really, really enjoy. So for me, it's really exciting. In fact, I didn't know that the Headspace podcast was coming back this week. It was something I was procrastinating on. And then I saw that Benny the Butcher dropped and people was excited. And how could I not, you know? How could I not enter the fray of conversation when the homeboy Benny the Butcher comes up? Look at that album cover. Paying homage to where he comes from cropping out the eyes like it's a copywritten material because in the past right and i think i get this shit right so in the past what they would take like works of art like a scarface or something and they would get around the copyright rules by altering it in the loosest form of transformative possible but i guess technically enough that their lawyers assured them they could go through with it but it was always like some high-end piece of art or whatever so i think what he's trying to convey with this cover is now benny is of such a high quality of art and whatever that you have to like actually go ahead and censor benny in terms of uh making it through so you'll notice i didn't uh put up the album cover oh what's that in the corner of this video so so yeah you'll notice i have the album cover up in the corner and the only way i can even keep it up and use the album cover in some way or another is simply by reviewing it so I really love the cover. I love the message he's conveying that he has achieved this level of higher art. And it really couples with the title of the project, Burden of Proof. So this album is meant to be that. Like it's, this is the, I'm taking it. I haven't heard it, but hearing the title, hearing the bravado of Griselda, it comes off to me like this is the proof 
that I am what I say I am, that I am is great, you know, like the plugs I met for real is one of my favorite projects. So I'm really like, like of recent times. So I'm really excited to see what Benny brings to the table with this album. Uh, I like the cover. It makes me curious. I like just how simple he looks in it when he's like gazing off or whatever. It's just proper. You feel like th there's like a bling sense to it, but it's like that rich person swag. Like I don't have to go too hard with it. I'm a little growing now. I just got what I need to show I got it. I don't know, there's everything about this has confidence to it. Like there's little subtle nods to proof in some way. Sorry, the cover's over there. So I'm just kind of looking away from y'all as I, I get more thoughts on it. Anyway, that's enough of the jibber jabber. I'm gonna go check out the title track, Burden of Proof. Yo, um, that was fire. That was my first thoughts on this. Um, it comes in with this intro, it's a little bit slow, and then it has like a vibe that it builds up. And then, I don't know, like let's say 30 seconds in, it just flips into this hype energy. And like Benny comes in with his bars and whatever, he starts talking, he's back, etc., etc. But really, it was the first bar in his verse that told me that I'm in for a treat. Now, Benny to me was always the more scholarly, read books kind of dude in the group, and I'm the scholarly, read books kind of guy myself. So, as a marketing individual when i see the first bars on this project are last year was about branding this one about expanding i'm like dudes dropping marketing philosophy like realistic internet marketing stuff whether you're in software whether you're in retail no matter what your industry is First, it's going to be about branding. If you're doing it right, then it's going to be about expanding. Then he goes into it, and it's a series of braggadocious storytelling-esque vibe where it feels like we learn that he has done his dues. He has learned what he's needed to learn from the real ones. And it's like Benny's now here flipping it himself, doing his thing. And... Um, I like the energy on it. I like the way Benny rides the beat with a precision. Every single line is clean, crisp, clear. That confidence of the Griselda swag that like you just expect like that. I am the shit and I know it because my life has lived such a thing that you can't take it from me. That oozes with every syllable. It's mad freaking clear. The bars is dope. I mean, I love the line where he's like, my music's not even for kids. Like, don't get it twisted. I'm not trying to do whatever. I'm making this for growing ups on the grind you know that's the sense i feel and almost like why i love griselda so much why i love the energy is it makes me feel like i can still achieve my dreams like in my 30s that if i treat this right and i take the lessons proper i can go through with it and, and it gave me that anthemic feel just listening to that track then you have the little outro bit with the skit that has kind of like a movie sample. I don't know where it's from. I'm assuming it's a movie sample where, again, it's like, yo, you know, this is how the organization and the structure works. You know, the money goes up and the shit goes down and blah, blah, blah. It's a great skit in terms of fitting. It really kind of exemplifies, look, man, this is actually the life that we lived. This is the world that I come from. And now we're here. We're the ones on top. And I love the fact that the sample uses the word Benny, so it like plays really well within his name and stuff. It's really, it's really great. Um, all my song ratings in this review are trash because I've listened to the song one time, but straight up four and a half on five. I'd have given it a five if it wasn't for the skit because I think that's gonna hit my replayability of the individual song. But as an album, pristine, yo. This is a great way to start a project. I'm mad excited to go check what's it called, Where Would I Go, featuring Ricky Rouse. First of all, I forgot to talk about Hit Boy. Uh, I guess he did the album. The first two tracks are phenomenal. I feel like I never know who, who he was before, but that name has come up so much with reference to rappers I respect in the last little while that it almost seems like Hit Boy is turning into the 
the new name of production. Like, you know how there's always a name that people seem to, like, just qualify as if that dude is there, it's going to be fire. I don't know. It seems like Hit Boy's making that play. Um, anyhow, Rick Ross is on this track, and I think it's actually a really strong start. Um, love or hate Rick Ross for any blunders throughout his career, uh, the dude is still there. Uh, he's pretty powerful, and honestly, I think he raps really well these days. I think his punchlines are pretty solid. Um, he's got a lot of versatility to his flow, and the truth is, some people just gonna rap on a slower, more boss-like front. And at that point, like Rick Ross makes boss moves, he he does build his equity. He's done his thing. I mean, it's hard to take away the staying power of Rick Ross. Unlike a lot of his compatriots that honestly kind of come off goofy, I find that, like, I mean, it's not like I'm expecting some next level stuff on a rick ross feature but like none of rick ross's bars like popped out at me like some ridiculous stuff that i had to listen to all right like it just didn't come up like that but listening to rick ross ride this hip boy beat with the confidence and the swagger that he comes with everything is really 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 dope i really enjoyed it i thought it was fun and rick ross did a great job on his track it totally is fine it ends with the back griselda like it's just dope these names just kind to sound all right together um i do like how benny starts it though i don't know there's just uh, like a, an attention grabbingness to his verse jumped into game feet first and i paid for my actions hospital stays laid up related to asthma and all i knew was chase paper in a dangerous fashion and boxes came to my crib and my name on the package it goes like that i'm not gonna read many more bars in the review i think because having not heard the rest of the album a lot of it is going to be rhymed that immaculately where you can see the multis built into it the way he just compacts his syllables together makes it all good he has such a good grasp of storytelling layering in almost fantasy elements of his you know life coming up with you know i don't know how much it's fantasy versus real but there's almost a fantasy element to the grandiosity of their crime bars but you can tell that they actually know what the world is like you know they've, they've lived some stuff and now they're here and I, I feel that energy to it. It's not like we do this stuff. It's we lived this stuff and now we're here. And I think that distinction is really big for my enjoyability because it often comes off like Benny the Butcher and them are trying to teach you game through their parables of these bars. And I feel that on this track. I feel the energy to it. I feel like, again, the sense of accomplishment and win though. And I think that's a cool tone that I'm finding on this project. Like it, you feel a bit of that struggle of where they come from, but mostly it's looking back from a place of, of greatness. And I, I love that energy. I love the tone. I think the beat's wonderful. I don't have much more to say on this one. I'm gonna go with a 4.25 on five Sabatoon. Let's move on to the next one, Sky. Green. Edit. Sly Green. It's too far away. So yeah, that beat was pretty fucking fire. I really liked the outro because the kind of sound in the beat, man, it's just intoxicating. It's straight up. Uh, I love this little quote that Benny the Butcher put on the annotation for the, the lyric, I need to spread in Don Diva like I'm Sly Green. He explains who Sly Green was and it makes me respect, uh, you know, Benny the Butcher more. Like how on the what, so let me get there. Sly Green was a street legend. He's from, uh, he's from Buffalo. He was a dude that helped out in terms of maybe 
having a nefarious side, but also funneling that money into the community. And so they kind of look at him like it's, uh, Benny describes how it's a bit of a double-edged sword, how there is the, the perception of the chaos and the badness that comes with that world. But then where they come from, a lot of times people ate because it is, and there were families that were fed, which is, I guess, a general conversation that streams throughout hip hop and isn't anything kind of particularly new, but it does answer the pivotal question of who is Sly Green. And why I like that is similar to how the lady on the cover of What Would Jean Do is actually a local, you know, Buffalo legend in terms of being a homeless lady that everyone from my area would know. And I mean, if hip hop is a bit of a team sport where you're supposed to be putting on for your city, that's some real put on for my city stuff. That's some real, I don't care if you understand it. This is what it means to me. This is what I'm putting out into the world type stuff. And I really respect the artistry in that. The bars are ridiculous. Benny just kind of goes in the same level of storytelling versus uh, wisdom giving, right? It's almost like he's here, he's, he's communicating his ideas of his past, uh, through power but like i don't know i can't really i find like when i go through these track by track outside of just pointing out the bars that are dope it's not like the songs change a lot thematically like this is pretty similar to the last one but the rhyming is just ridiculous um one of my favorite part is when he's going you know i was uh so I, you got rumors on your name i got shooters in my gang i was movers in the kano pursuing to the fame i just like the way he rhymes that I like the way it fucking flows i like the way he ends each of those bars just like a little bit early so that, like it just fits snugger than if he had kind of rated out he understands how to play silence between the lines like i don't know what else i can say honestly so i don't want to waste your time the bars are dope this track is fire the beat is ridiculous and the chorus ah oh, i got like the blood money money on my hands blood on my money i said it wrong but yo it just it just has this weirdness to it like it's slightly offbeat in like a perfect way because offbeat doesn't mean like it's not on beat for the sake of a song it just it's like a particular music term where it's not like following a conventional like on beat rhythm and i feel like it's off in in a way where it's just pretty fun can swell like it just adds an eeriness a haunting almost halloweeny vibe to the track in the way it's delivered it's nice i just like it and it, and then the verses kind of explain that that blood money is a real thing and where it comes from and all this other situations that led to the current musical output of what they do and i think it's cool because there is their past and it has created this like almost biblical sense of rap storytelling wisdom that i'm so attracted to in what they do this is a four and a half on five again this is a banger tune i'm gonna go hit that little heart on spotify right now and make sure i listen to this one again 100 so far this is my favorite we'll see what beats slide green next up has oh freddie gibbs that's what's up one way flight I mean, this song delivered, in my opinion, this is a pretty big fire. Uh, that beat kind of has, I feel like it's tapping into that Alchemist Freddie Gibbs energy. I'm not even gonna lie, but I love it. Venny comes through with this absolute swagger in it. Uh, there's definitely a sense of confidence, the winning in it, the attraction, like, yo, just she catch a one-way flight to kick it wherever i'm at like the implication there is there's no worries you don't need no two-way flight is when i'm done with you or whatever when we were good you can go wherever you need to go like there's just a subtlety to that bar and the way he does it 
again it's beautiful flowing on the lyrics over it the rhythms are incredible something worth pointing out at this point is if we go across each of these four tracks and again i've only heard them all one time so it's not like i can really pinpoint it yet but i love the fact that benny has a different flow on every track and the way he's hitting it up and the way he's rhyming words like he's making it important that song to song there is differences between the way he's hitting it so it's not just that benny is dropping wisdom on us confidence bravado swagger this one has like a serious flex to it it's also versatility and i think it's super important to point that out because i think benny is technically proficient like he is an extremely ill mc in terms of his ability to chop up his voice over a flow freddie gibbs's chorus is ridiculous oh i like it man it's just fun it's like a, like almost like a desire to go back and then just i love the line i fuck with them hoes i know she hated that you're gonna cry in that toyota or this maybach so it's like yeah you might not like the life that i live and the things that i do the blatant disregard the casual sex like even benny in the next verse has that bars where it's like yo i mean she's like hitting up my friend and i'm fucking hers and she wants to fake like she's mad nah this is almost like the twisted lives we all live you want to be up in that maybach you want to be in this world these are the rules that come with it otherwise have fun in your little toyota and that little knife of monogamy and stuff and i feel like there's a sense of honesty here a sense of flagrant disregard to it all like they're jaded with it that you feel like they don't have time for bullshit and i love the energy that comes from it um i think uh freddie gives is hilarious when he goes uh i control my bitches only fans i got computer work freddie can i keep a college bitch on 94 etc but i love that only fans line it really popped out at me i thought it was funny it comes off like a guy who is like i am new to technology wait I can do some pimping shit over here on OnlyFans legally, and it's all good just because I'm a digital marketer? Okay, sign me up. Like, that's how it felt, like, that bar to me. I thought it was super hilarious. Overall, this song slaps. Like, I love Freddie Gibbs' abilities. I think Benny the Butcher is talented just as much. Like, these are two dudes who I would call as my some of my favorite elite MCs right now in the game drop-in on a beat that sounds magnificent for both of them with a hook that just slaps yo it is a five on five I, I can't even lie it's it's a real real good song it lived up to my expectations on a first listen let's move on then and we're going to talk about famous this one has another skit on it um it's cool i feel like it really fits um it's shouting out benny the butcher on like one of those phone call like yo kind of follow-ups and if you look at this song i think it's a standout like yo i didn't think i would be sitting here going again it's a standout but a the beats ridiculous it has a grandiosity to it where emotionally it captures the idea of jaded fame which i think is something that is a bit of a theme on this album like this song is maybe almost the mission statement that i've heard so much like benny is now famous but given where he's come from and the experiences he's had he's having trouble i guess appreciating the fame like maybe it's not manifested the same way i think that's really exemplified through the hook or the chorus when he's like i don't feel famous with all these rollies and all this shit but you know the, yeah the day i got my first brick the only time i really felt famous so it's almost like there's an interesting juxtaposition there the artificiality to uh, all of the materialism and the vapid women and the different things that he has pointed out on his project or maybe even the adoration of a bunch of honkies like me because yo white people love griselda i don't know why but we do we just like i guess it's because they're very wu-tang and if wu-tang got us you know that griselda's getting us in if y'all don't like that comparison whatevs raekwon's all blessing their albums and stuff so 
I didn't make that connection. It's just a thing. Either way, this track is great, man. I feel like Benny took uh, away, like he just took me into like this whole unique experience where I feel like as much as the versatility I pointed out from Flow, it should be said that thematically, each of these songs do have a bit of a unique twist on them the more that I think about it. So this one is really looking at the part where his existence should be famous. He is winning on all perceivable metrics and maybe he's facing some kind of imposter syndrome or something like that. It's really interesting. And I love like just lines like, what's a fame to a, like me? You you gotta think, cause I'm from the cocaine era, we extinct, I curve a bougie bitch and I put a project bitch in a mink. She loves the street, we so we gonna fuck the first day we link. And it's that energy there. And it really almost reminds me of a 50 cent persona uh i don't even know how to behave in corporate america this is just what it is either way track to me is truly divine it is a stand-up it is full of great lines um i would live without the outros for me the skits while from the era they're pulling from as a common thing there they're not a strength of that era in my opinion y'all can let me know in the comments how you think about the phone call skits and all that kind of stuff not my favorite i do appreciate the lack of cheapness by making them their own track they used to add these tracks to get more mechanicals out of the situation so for each individual track that's more than a minute i believe there is an extra royalty given to the label so once upon a time people were heavily incentivized to add tracks to your project and that's partly why there are so many skits from that era um partly why there is artistic merit to it but there's also capitalistic merit to it so i appreciate the not doing that by combining it into a song but at the same time i wish he he had split it into its own track so i could skip it but maybe there's the art piece side of this skit belongs on this song which it does it is really well placed and this is just my preference anyway that's all good the next track is called timeless and so far i think this project has that quality I love the fact that, um, I don't actually know if it's in the whole way through the beat, but at least at the end, you can hear like a crowd cheering in the beat as like part of the production. And it kind of adds to the beat, that celebratoriness. Um, it's a very strange song on my first listen because of who's on it, right? So this track starts off with Benny coming through and doing the Benny thing. And it's great, man. I feel like I feel like the proficiency on this track is on point. Like he kills it, he does his thing. I don't know if I have a lot to, to comment on his bars. It's fine in terms of it. I really enjoyed listening to it. I didn't get that same stand up, must talk about it feeling. But then Wayne comes on. I really liked Wayne last lines when he's like i chopped the hands off the clock that mean i'm timeless don't time me i'm forever i feel like if you like that bar you'll like lil wayne's career and if you don't like that bar good luck listening to lil wayne is a great way to look at that i happen to have grown to love lil wayne's lyrics um he's a guy i used to dislike and then i started reviewing him and i saw his proficiency like lil wayne's rhyming on this verse is ridiculous he stands up next to benny these guys can rhyme entire lines cut the the syllables in perfect timing do it all excellently they're just so different um like Lil Wayne is like like you can see it from the beginning like I do this for suffering children and checks from government buildings Benny's coming from a way of life and then Lil Wayne's like I do this for my young more precious than moon is to the sun and it's just such a different vibe but they really work together and I like that I feel like this track actually has a serious level of replayability where when you really listen to it and you hear each guy's vibe it's really solid and then then there's Big Sean and 
I don't know what to do with Big Sean's verse. I enjoyed listening to it, but it's where my brain got confused on the vibe. It's kind of like, it reminds me of uh, Papa Bottle, where I realized Eminem and 50 are great together. Eminem and Dre are great together. But there's something about M, Dre, and 50 that don't work well together on the same song to me. Like, they just, the vibes are kind of weird. And I feel like I got the same feeling with Big Sean. Like, him and Benny on their own would have been great. Him and Wayne on their own would have been great. All three of them together, Big Sean's verse is just weird to me. Like, and then he's like, honestly, I'm probably going to be booked until I'm at the next chapter, sign a slave deal. Now up on my masters, watch me turn good into great. Uh, you know, talking about like how Kanye gave control back or whatever. I don't know. I don't have a lot of thoughts on it, but it feels a little different in tone than I guess like Lil Wayne's grandiosity. I'm the best. We crushing it. Or Benny's absolute confidence. I feel like Big Sean is lacking that confidence. He's just meek compared to the other two. That's what it is. Big Sean is meek. Um, and it, it just, he, he's, cause yo, his rapping is tight and it's like on point and whatnot, but the emotional state that he brings to the track doesn't match the strength and bravado that the other two men bring to the table. I love the chorus too. I think Benny crushes it. Listen, I'm going to give this one a 4.25. I totally enjoy the tune, but there's all that I just said. I don't want to waste any more time on it. Let's move on and talk about new streets. Let me know what you think if I'm right or I'm wrong though. Cause who knows, man, this is just my opinion. Oh my gosh, I got a new song. That's my new favorite song that trumped the other ones. Yo, I'm a dude that loves the message, yo. Let me, let me, let me explain it like that. This track, because I forgot on the song Famous, he kind of brought up the idea that there were some losses in his life. And something that's always been profound to me about Griselda, and I suppose real ones, people who I perceive as actually lived a life or been through some things, the common factor, at least in my perception and stuff, has been consistently the... Um, the fact that they're willing to admit there were losses. It is not just a smooth process of constant wins. They are not just immortal heroes. There are people who are hardened, honestly, like a steel that has gone through the forge and taken a series of beatings and thus through a tenure of pain and bad situations of learning and growth have come to accomplish something greater. And that's kind of what New Streets feels like it's about to me, thematically, is that. So I love the fact that he brought it up on Famous. I forgot to say it then, and then thankfully he just did this whole track. I really think on this one, when he goes, it's rubbing me the wrong way, when these rappers speak comfortably, but street life, it seemed like they're only giving y'all luxuries. Um, truth of the matter is, uh, I feel that in a lot of ways. Sometimes these street situations, you see folks paint it like there's a lot of like it's honestly like it's a movie a little bit to them and i'm not trying to imply that not everybody lives a life or that not everybody lives away but i think it comes down to intentions um you can tell actively that a benny the butcher and his crew are using these stories and their experiences to try to help people avoid them they don't want you to live them they're just letting you know that this is who they are and this is the qualifier for how they got to where they are and i think that's a big difference than people who kind of brag about it or use it in a sense of honor or whatnot or just to like kind of say it to be cool um i don't know maybe i'm not qualified to speak on this because i'm not a street person but i'm like a web marketing person i'm a youtuber so you can kind of flip the term street person to whatever grind you do and i feel like there's a translatability to it 
And I think that's what makes uh, the entire Griselda movement fascinating is you don't have to live the life they live to benefit from the ethics they preach and the what they value. So I feel it on this one. Um, I like it a lot. It's another five on five for me. Honestly, this is a great project so far. I don't even know what my scores are. I haven't been keeping track, so it's whatever you're hearing here. So five on five is beautiful song. I like it a lot, highly recommend it. It's short, sweet, to the point, and I guess you could say it never went over the limit. Um, to quote the great Gwen Stefani, this shit is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. No, for real, that beat is bonkers, I love it. It's like every time I think I've heard something that is delightful and can't impress me again, boom, another one, just completely different, just completely crazy, stylistically different. Like I'm surprised Benny went at it like this, it's it's amazing the the bars he rides the beater properly i like lines like they want a john lennon me or john kennedy since i've been on i feel my adrenaline going so again you got those proper bars that just kind of continue on the idea of the story like now that he's here there's tension there's complications on it and it's interesting because this track follows up that street stuff so i mean maybe if i think about it a little bit there's a sense of uh, progression to the story of this album first it's like he proves who he is and then he kind of takes a look at his success looking back how he got there the theme of it all how it's kind of playing you got the track with kind of a big shot in a little way and that kind of pivots a little bit as an interlude moving into you know looking at the streets again and now we're here at this track where it's almost like some of the I guess the complications that have arisen in his life due to the fact of who he is and how real he is with his raps. Um, something that I thought was interesting was in the second verse, he goes, even the FBI surprised they don't got me. They're telling me I'm saying too much, but that's the thing, my shit real, and these rappers playing too much, etc. But Benny left the annotation on the Genius page. You know, I just assume if Benny's the one doing it, then it's him so as he pointed out you know like the feds really are going after him in a way or tried to go after him in a way where they used his lyrics and stuff against him so he kind of called them out on that and then pointed out that bsf uh shirts are actually like labeled a gang in buffalo and it's not just like merch it's not just whatever it's while he may be legitimate and he does everything proper and on the books and whatnot the idea is the affiliation with his movement is problematic in that ways and it's actually like something the fbi can do regardless of legalities if too many people share even if it's a musical front get together and any number of them within that group happen to commit crimes they'll label the entire movement a thing it's basically what they did to the juggalos which is just the whole other thing entirely but there's a lot of comparisons on how the fbi will play with these musical communities and i don't know it's just kind of cool i like the the skit at the end i thought it was interesting kind of adding the legitimacy of, you know just some guy calling up being like yo why you gotta send your goons down why can't you just come down yourself we can talk about it whatever like somebody owes somebody money for something and then it's also i guess trying to add that little ambiance of the world that he's in like this is the kind of environment that he grew up in and such of this is the kind of stuff while he's no longer a part of it and he keeps his hands clean and legal and incriminates no one this is still the environment of the world that he's coming from and it's a cool follow-up to new streets like as much as there is a, a right to come talk about it like he's earned it there's a consequence to come in to talk about it and i really think it counterbalances what he was trying to say on the last song and on this one where too many people run their lips about their crime stuff like they're 
you know, not really thinking about what can happen from it. And I think it's just Benny being really, really vigilant to look out for his community, especially in a world where it appears that characters like DJ Vlad are willing to throw anybody under the bus to get some views and whatnot. So it's a cool track. It's another 4.5 on 5 because of the skit. Same kind of feeling. I wish it wasn't there, but it is. Anyway, let's check out. Oh, I forgot to say Dom Kennedy's hook is pretty banging. I wanted to just mention that. I really liked it. Uh, I don't have anything to comment on the lyrics per se, but I really like the. Sorry, I really like the "We Never Pose for Pictures" line, where it just shows it's it's more of a lifestyle. They're living. They're on a mission. They're not really in this for the celebrity and fame, regardless to how other people may be fueled by this shit. So. Uh, it's just part of the fast-paced nature of their life. I really like that bar. Um, great hook. It really worked well. Um, anyway, I wouldn't trade it all as in this album experience for another one today because this is pretty dope so far. Yo, honestly, I had no idea I was going to review an album today. I saw that Benny the Butcher dropped and I felt like I'd been kind of negligent in reviewing new music in 2020. It's been like four-ish, five-ish months since I really cared about following what was happening. What an album to come back to, eh? Like, this is just another great song. Um, the beat is less my favorite. It feels a bit more of a throwback vibe. It feels a bit more calm, but uh, it hits on that versatility. It makes the album move along proper. There are a few bars that like I feel like Benny just crushes it with, and I think everybody and their fucking brother should learn from, and that would be my kids took my advice because I'm fair as a father. <laughs> Like, yo, not only is the ethics that Benny brings through good for business, for relationships, for everything, the fact that he's giving y'all parenting advice, right? Like, yo, some of y'all have trouble with your kids, but yo, inherently people lie to their kids. Like, here's the thing. We're conditioned in middle-class America to fib and tell all sorts of lies because of what's deemed, let's say, appropriate. Whereas Benny's just like, yo, I'm fair, man. I don't fucking play favorites where I just, I just keep it real. I bet Benny's real with his kids. I'm certain he's not, you know, busting out all the inappropriate shit that you're not supposed to with kids. But I'm also certain that given what he say here, he probably approaches them like they're fucking actually, you know, people. And I really like that. I just feel like it's cool to get parental advice from fucking Benny. Or just if you pop up with that Mac, is you ever in the talking? Because whoever don't shoot first going to be carrying coffins. The way he rhymed that is amazing. But what he followed it up with, because that's heavy, right? That's pointing out, I've seen some shit. This is the weight. This is the world I'm from. They put a mural on my face on the block I saw work on. And that's fucking fascinating, right? Like, can you imagine just the poetic irony? This is technically a place perhaps where you cause pain and negligence, or not negligence, because pain to your community through the actions that you were forced upon you. And I'm not trying to apply ethics or morals. I'm saying from like a personal front, imagine you're up there doing some stuff and maybe there were beat downs, maybe there was bad things that happened or it's a dark phase in your life. And now there's a mural of your face there almost commemorating it. Like, that's weird. That, that must be such an emotional clusterfuck. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, to me, that would be so weird. I'm happy for Benny, though, that he's made it to this point where his life is clean like that. Like, it's cool. I think he follows up strong on this track. I think the hook is dope, man. I really like it. It's, it just fits. Um, there's no skit. It's another short, sweet one. Another one where Benny's just dropping his wisdom with finesse, with the bars. The literacy is there. I really enjoy the tune. It's another four and a half on five. I'm going to give it a 4.35 because I do like the beat a little less. Hit Boy is wonderfully diverse. You're supposed to 
have a lot of different styles I think on an album because they, and that has maybe the negative sense that one or two of them I'm gonna like the beat a little bit less on whatevs tracks banging fucking proper so far this holds up as one of the best projects I've heard in 2020 just flat out nothing is disappointing me so far i already want to go back and listen to stuff but i do have three more to get through on this first album run so let's talk about thank god featuring queen nija i think i said if i said that wrong sorry my word he did it again like what can i say i'm hitting the feels on this one yo right away just the whole i was raised by a woman so shout out to single mothers who had to teach their teenage boys to use rubbers that isn't my reality. I was fortunate enough to grow up in a home with two parents, but that is a big reality to a lot of people, especially in my age group. Um, I don't know about the youth. I have no idea about current trends actually in this conversation, so I don't want to like speak myself into a circle. But I know that unfortunately, in a lot of communities, the single father or the, the father's dipping out thing is, is an issue, but it's also a systemic issue where many of them are just victims of the system where they end up in jail or clipped or whatever else happens, and it's complicated right and it puts such a burden on single mothers and I love the way that Benny almost dedicates this first verse to his mother in, in light of that and I'm sorry if you feel it's inappropriate for me to speak on this but I just think it's what makes Benny different than a lot of other people is the way he frames something like this you know getting calls from school then wondering why she bugging because that's just more stress to add on top of the struggling just the way that he like kind of adds that context where it's like just understand what you're putting your mom through, you know? Like, I can understand this now and appreciate it and go back, but even though my life was complicated, and then he kind of looks into the youth, you know? Sometimes I uh, I look in my nephew's eyes and I see my brother. Sometimes I got to look away because I heard so much. See that? That's so young when he was worth so much because, I mean, his brother passed away, as I'm understanding, as I understand it, from some bad situations in the past, and that impacted him. And, he, you know, like, he looks and he sees the resemblance and he sees the consequences of this lifestyle that they live which is i think a lot of what this album is if we think about the title burden of proof now just for a little bit all of this lifestyle like led him to this moment where he uh has the success and he has built up this world but there are consequences to it like adding stress to his mother or losing his brother and then the whole second verse really 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 doubles down as he questions stuff like you know the cons, uh, people who are going to jail for it or how much of stuff is happening or impacted based on this 80s uh, lifestyle because the world is different now, you know, and the way people are putting shit out isn't necessarily the same thing as it used to be. And I feel like just the whole way he questions what's gangster and what's important or what's what or like, how can you blame your kids for ending up like that if you're not there to be the father, you know, like that kind of shit. I just... I really love what he did with this song. I don't think I'm fully capturing the nuance of it, but I hope I gave you enough to go listen to what Benny actually said and see how fucking smart he is because he's way smarter than me on this topic and I really love what he did with this tune. I think Queen Naja's beautiful singing captures the whole essence of the song and balances it off proper. This is going to slap hard to a lot more audiences. This might be one of the more, I think, uh, mainstreamy kind of songs on the project in terms of like, if you're going to show your mom something, show your mom this one compared to some of the others. But yo, it's it's brilliantly done. Straight up four and a half on five. Got me in the feels. The beats wonder again, wonderful. Again, showing Hit Boy's versatility. It's, yo, Benny's versatility. Like, this is masterful. 
this is top tier this is like in 10 years it deserves to be on the classic quest reviewed a second time level of good i don't know i don't have a lot more to say on it the next one though i've been kind of excited because i've seen the feature list it's featuring the homeboys west side gun and conway the machine that means we got straight up griselda up on this shit let's listen to what's it called fuck uh, uh war paint it's called war paint I wanted to hate on the skit at the end, but I literally just finished listening to it, and it's fucking funny. Um, like, the guy's like, what kind of a name is Griselda? I mean, I'm pretty sure it was Griselda Blanco where the name came from. I could be fucking wrong, but, I mean, when there's a cocaine kingpin with the name Griselda in it, it just, it just seems like that's where it came from. That's my thoughts. I never really thought deeper than that. It just, is it Blanco? I, you know who I'm talking about. She had a whole Netflix thing on her, so I watched that. I got into, like, crime mafia bosses for a minute. I like the WWE part. That was actually something I was waiting for on this project was to see if we would get some, like, proper wrestling stuff. Like, I feel like that's a little more West Side Guns thing. Um, I also feel like Conway does it. But I like the fact that, you know, the full Griselda comes through and you get, like, a direct reference to SmackDown because, I don't know, to me it just feels like it makes the project a little bit more complete from, like, an Easter egg perspective of, like, things to, like, watch for. And this track delivers, though. I really like it. I really, really enjoy it. Um... I don't know if I can remember any of the bars. I'm just kind of scanning through. Benny just crushed it. It was fucking great to listen to it. He does his thing. I mean, at this point, it just kind of is very much in pace with what we've like heard for the whole album. So I don't, I don't really have a lot more to add to the Benny part. Westside is excellent on choruses. Like, here's the thing. I feel like Westside is like beer you the first time i drank beer it was gosh awful and then i learned to appreciate what what it does you know how it all works and i feel like west side gun just ages so well the more you listen to him everything about him for the chorus everything about the boom 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 all of it it just like makes the project feel more griselda having his his little voice pop on through he crushes it on the chorus the swagger the confidence it's everything you could fucking want out of it i don't know it's everything i wanted when i saw west side gun's name at least so if you're into what he does it's gonna be great conway is just ridiculous he's dropping some lines you know like right off the jump like before rap i wasn't moving units out the trunk bitch i'm master p and that's a dope line and why is it an extra dope line because it's teaching our hip-hop history mixed in with the grind right you know and i think it's important to give uh, credit to a guy like master p for everything he has accomplished through hip-hop and the more i've learned about him the more impressed i am so it's cool to see people willing to acknowledge it like i know earlier on the album uh benny uh gave props to jay-z at some point and i like the fact that he brings up the rock nation party where like you know realizing like uh conway's girl realizing he's the man even jay-z thinks he's the man like just the whole fucking braggadocious to everything that's coming through with it i like the part where it's like bodies drop i can't be too specific you know because that's that's it snitching i'm just not like that already goes i saw this shit raw i don't step on the crack like i'm superstitious because of that fucking nursery rhyme like step on a crack or you fall break your back or whatever or whatever however you learned it i know this variations one of them's your mother's back i know it was in line before time so it's fucking timeless to me i don't know where i was going with that anyway then that outro kicks in which is just fucking hilarious is that engineer who i think did the same voice as the guy who did the 50 grand uh owing benny money on the other skit still i love this tune I'm going to give it a four and a half on five because I don't know that I want to listen to this skit every single time. I know I could skip it if I want, but I would rather it not be on this track. Uh, in general, it's great. 
uh, the song's amazing. Uh, let's move on. There is one more to talk about. There are no features. Oh, there is. It's Legend featuring Hit Boy. It says featuring Hit Boy on Spotify. What the fuck does that mean? Let's go find out. Yo, what a great way to end the album, for real. I, I really appreciated that. Um, Basically, I feel like it's a summation of topics, and I like how each verse kind of focuses a little bit, giving you giving you a little taste, and then there's that hook where he's just like, I said I'd be a legend soon, fuck it, I'm a legend now, you know? Like, it's just strong. I don't really get why Hit Boy is featured on this. He did all the beats anyway. So to me, it's a little weird. Uh, I don't know what he did different. Maybe it's because his tag is in it or something at the beginning. I don't know. Maybe it's the line, Rye got me. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But uh, I find crediting weird how people do it with the digital era. When Honestly, when you upload your songs to distributors, you just say who's featured in the title and whatnot. Anyway. Uh, but basically, I felt that the track kind of flowed through and he looked at everything. And the my favorite part was possibly when he goes, and you know how it go. Kobe got his fifth title and somehow still live in the shadows of Michael before it's over. Give up his credit. Am I wrong? I want a bouquet when I can smell it. And I thought that was an interesting line, too, because... Um, especially with the the finality of the situation where it can't be changed he'll never get the respect maybe that he is deserved and dude even while he's living because after the fact it it's still only after the fact when the truth is sometimes people have a lot of trouble letting go of classics and legacies in the past and letting others come through and i think throughout this album they've made it clear that how many legends have blessed them along the way and kind of handed the torch over to them to keep running it i thought it was really fucking cool just to hear the experience of this song it feels like a summation on it it feels like it it, clo it closes down the album proper you feel how his legacy is in place how he's gone from the street rapper into all of it i don't know i just feel like it's really strong i like the fact that even from the beginning right um you know gave my life to the game had my mama concern it made her calm when she saw what it got in return broke my flow down still can't describe it in words and all they all the work they put in i gotta confirm it's just kind of like the album in a nutshell and I really like that. I really feel like it's strong. This song is really, really solid. I don't have a lot more to comment on it because I don't know. It just it just closes well. It has like a victory feel in the beat, a victory emotion attached to it. And I really do think Benny the Butcher has earned a legend status within the modern realms of hip hop people of, of all of that. So I'm gonna give this another 4.25 because I mean, I mean, it's not my favorite, but it's a really strong song on this project and it closes it out nicely, straight up to me. If I'm going to talk about the album as a whole, I, I'd throw it on a good 4.35 under the, my new harsher grading system. I would call this album a modern classic straight up. It's got a timeless quality. I feel like I can throw this on in a year from now and I'm still going to like it. I could throw it on in 10 years and there's nothing in this project where it's going to be like dated. Like it's just hearing how J. Cosine Benny is going to always sound dope, you know, like or Conway. It's just a good album. The beat production is just so stellar, so well put together. The rhyming has no fallacies it's just wisdom tucked in for days so many lines that if you really look for them you'll you'll really be rewarded with good advice and smart like little lessons and i, I really appreciate that i really appreciate how much benny put to share who he is to help others grow and i think it really radiates through the work that he does
This is an amazing album. I highly recommend it to anyone. So thank you all for watching. Uh, let me know in the comments if you agree, disagree. Sorry if parts of this are sloppy. It's a bit of a new format for me. I'm trying to understand a quicker, more listen to the albums less times, but still share with y'all my thoughts kind of flow because there's a lot of albums that I'll never get to if I have to listen to them all four or five times before talking about them. So hopefully as time goes on, this series will get better and y'all will enjoy it. Let me know if you like the shorter version of this. I imagine this is going to be a shorter video than I'm used to making. Uh, anyway, like the video if you did. Special thanks to the patrons, Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, Linda Williams, Scribble. They're dope. Uh, they support what we do. And if you want to support us on Patreon, we have put together a new structure of tiers. So it's other stuff. If you want to see us do a track or whatever, you can check that out and learn more. I make music myself. Links in description my most recent song is lose weight my new album drops on the 28th busy beaver over here on that note live long and prosper everyone